Welcome to The Daily Sales Show, hosted by Sell Better. All right, what's up, everyone? Welcome to The Sell Better Daily Show. Uh, we're going to give it a few minutes for people to jump on in, but as you guys are jumping in, let us know in the chat where you're calling in from. Um, Morgan, while we're waiting for people to jump on in, uh, I asked you this in the pre-show, you got a good response, but I want to know who's your favorite AI-related creator, somebody who's creating content around AI and, and kind of how you're thinking about that. All right, y'all, so I have a... I mean, y'all know me. I have a little bit of a hot take here. Uh, you know, you like it, you like it, you don't, you don't. It is what it is. So you have to be very careful of following just people who create content for AI because they typically just give you a lot of tools. They tell you to sign up and they don't tell you how to do anything at all. Like, I want you actually to be mindful of that. Like, if you now hear what I just said, you'll see a lot of people that's like, oh, here's a tool, check this out. But like, they don't tell you what to do. And so I don't have a lot of favorite AI creators because it doesn't really give anything tactical or tangible to do. Uh, I will give show some love to AI Solopreneur. He's on Twitter. He does a fantastic job. We've chopped it up a couple of times and he's a really good person. However, here's the thing. He's a business owner who talks about AI. Patrick Beck David, business owner who talks about AI. So Gary V, same thing. So I find people who are already credible as a business owner or who are a salesperson or whatever that is. And then I'm like, I'll take the AI takes. I'd be very weary of taking AI takes from someone who does not have that credibility in the back end and they're just giving you tools because that's just not going to help you. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, AI solopreneur. And there's another guy, Eric Noslowski, that I like a lot, who's got good. He's a salesperson creating content on AI. But awesome. Yeah, thanks for joining guys. This is the AI series part two. We've got two more AI series this month. Um, today we're going to be talking about top chat GBG prompts for your cold emails. Um, if you're still joining, let us know where you're calling in from in the chat. We're going to get started in just a couple minutes. Also, check out the Q&A section. We're going to go through questions at the end of today's show. So make sure to put your questions in the Q&A. If you put them in the chat, we might miss them. Uh, my name is Jed Marley. I'm the director of sales over at Mailshake. Uh, we did not coordinate our uh, color backgrounds, but it looks like we're both purple. I just noticed that. Yo, what? <laughs> we didn't coordinate that at all. It's hilarious. Yeah, I'll let know how that happened. But now I'm here with Morgan Ingram. You guys know him. He's the OG over at Sell Better uh, JB Sales in his past. He's now the founder and CEO of Ascension Media Productions. So Morgan, super excited to have you on. I've been following some of your content as well recently around AI. So excited to jump into this. Yeah, man, I'm pumped. Hopefully y'all are pumped as well. Hell yeah, sweet. So real quick, I want to say thank you to our partners, Outreach and Vidyard for making these shows possible. Um, Outreach is doing a cool event in Seattle. If you guys want to go back to in-person shows, uh, events, they're going to be doing one in Seattle. I think it's early October. We'll drop a link to sign up in the chat below. Uh, but definitely check that out if you're in the Seattle area. Um, also, real quick, how we help you to sell better. Obviously, we're doing these daily shows every single day. Tons of great uh, content up on the YouTube channel, but also go to the website. There's a lot of free courses and good guides. Um, some of it related to AI, cold email, pretty much everything. Lots of good free content. Um, real quick, we're going to go through the agenda that we're going to jump right in. So first off, we're going to talk about how to think about chat, GBT, and AI. So kind of like Morgan alluded to earlier, there's a lot of conflicting advice or advice that's maybe not backed by anything. So we're going to talk about how to actually use it and apply it to your day-to-day. -day. We're going to share three prompts, potentially four, depending on the time we have, uh, for actually you know using chat, GBT to improve your cold emails. And then we're going to talk about how you can leave this webinar today, this show, and actually start incorporating some of these things in your process. So I'm going to stop screen sharing real quick. Um, Morgan, you sent me a Loom video like two months ago when I was trying to dive into AI and learn as much as possible. And that helped me a lot because you cut through a lot of the noise of maybe not so helpful content. So can you talk to the audience about um, how you should be thinking about ChatGPT and AI specifically as a salesperson? What are some of the do's and don'ts and kind of things of that nature? Yeah, yeah so let's... Uh... I'm actually curious what the audience is saying. When you when you hear the word AI or AI in sales, 
Does that get you fired up or scared? And it's okay if you're, it's okay if you're scared. I'm hoping to make you un, 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 uh, afraid after this. Um, but I just want to see where people are at. Uh, and it's okay if you're scared, by the way. Like, you could say fired up, and if you don't really believe that, then we'll come find you. Um, Jared's like, yo, I don't care. Unemotional reaction. Okay, out of so, both. so here's the thing. Skeptical, curious, afraid, fired up. Obviously, you're going to have some type of emotions when you hear that. What I would tell you is that when it comes to AI, you should be insanely fired up. And so here to give you some data points, a sales professional, their active selling time as of right now, as it stands today, it could change based on the data, but it's 27%. So that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. A salesperson is supposed to sell, but 27% of their time is spent on actively selling. So if you look at AI and the different tools that are out there, we're talking about ChatGPT today, but there's some other ones that you could dive into. It will allow you to get rid of a lot of the manual tasks that you do today, which I believe will two, three X your active selling time. So if we did the math, I'll do it out loud. That would lead to around 64 to about maybe 75, 80%. We're getting back into the active selling time. It's pretty good, right? So how do you go about that? And we're going to talk about that a lot today. When you think about ChatGPT or AI, the biggest problem and the don'ts that you should have here is you can't treat it as a genie. So I, I did this test in a training recently. So I said, write me an amazing cold email. It wrote the worst cold email in the world. If I showed y'all, y'all would be like, this is a zero. Then I was like, write me an F cold email. Still wrote a bad email. Then I was like, write me the best cold email that you've ever seen. Still wrote a bad one. The biggest problem right now is a lot of people treat ChatGPT as a genie, as in write me this amazing cold email so I don't have to do anything anymore. This is not going to work. What you need to use ChatGPT as is a replication, right? An amplifier of what you're already doing that's doing well. And I'll, and I'll show you some ways that we do that uh, today, uh, what I'm working with clients and what I do myself. If you already have great inputs, you will get great outputs. If you have trash inputs, you're going to get trash outputs. So when you see people online saying, oh, ChatGPT doesn't work because they're putting in bad things. It's why it's not working. If you already were not good at what you were doing, it's not yeah. going to make it better, right? But if you are great at what you're doing, you should be fired up because now it makes things faster. You know, even as a business owner right now, like I literally have, I'm accomplishing more than probably most people because the props that I have are allowing me to move faster. So that's the way you need to be thinking about AI is if you are afraid of it, fair play. But once you get deeper into it, you realize like, wait, this is all just replicating my brain, right? This is expanding my knowledge to other areas that I would not be able to otherwise. And so you have to think about it in that way because whether you like it or not, it's coming. So you might as well learn it. That's my take. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that. And I think what you said about ChatGPT too, one thing that helped me is like give it as much context as possible. And when we jump into some of these prompts later, we'll kind of show what that means. But yeah, if you just say, write me an amazing cold email, it's going to be super generic. So just load ChatGPT up with context. Here's my website. Review some of the things we're doing. Give it as much context as possible. But Morgan, do you have, um, do you want to jump into like one of the first prompts that you were talking about in the pre-show in terms of something we can show the audience? Yeah, absolutely. And I want to say something that's really important that you just said, because a lot of people, they might, you might've gotten too excited on what I just said. And now you're like, oh, cool. We put everything in there. Understand yeah. the ethics of AI. So you all need to understand this is an open AI. So whatever you put in there, like it will be vacuumed and you don't want that. So don't put in like, Hey, here's my revenue. And like, do, do not do that yeah. because that's a way to get compromised. I don't know if you've all been doing the research on this, but Italy actually was like, look into actually like 
completely get rid of ChatGPT as a whole. That's still a conversation. I don't. I think they actually decided against it. A lot of enterprise companies, some people on this call today, you, your company probably is banning you from using ChatGPT. Uh, basically, the the bigger the company that it is, due to compliance and legal and ethical reasons. So please do not put in your revenue. Don't put in like actual real numbers. I I, I definitely heavily stray you away to not do that. Um, because that's not going to be good because now the information is there, right? And it's public now. And so don't do that. So let's go into like an example. Now, some of you going after enterprise accounts, put a one in the chat if you go after enterprise accounts, if that's you. Public companies, let's just say public companies, right? Because enterprise can be different in so many different ways. So let's just say public companies. All right, cool. So this is if you have the plugin ChatGBT4. This is really helpful, but you still can do this with uh, 3.5. There's just workarounds, essentially. You have to actually put in the information, but I'll just show you like how to do this and how you can do your research even faster. Now, how many of you all are like, you know what? Huh, I will pull up Salesforce real quick, right? We'll just make this super simple. Everybody knows what Salesforce is, right? So what if you're like, you know, what, how many of you are like, you know what? Oh my gosh, you know what? Today is a great day. <laughs> I'm going to read 132 pages. Who's doing this? Who's fired up right now? Who wants to read 132 pages from a 10K report? That's actually the conversation. We're just going to read this together, right? No, none of y'all are coming in say, I don't want to read this. So one of the things that you can do is I can actually take this and we're going to do this in real time because I did this earlier. And ChatGPT4, I bought it because I was like, I wanted to play around. And there's this add-on called Axure PDF or Chat with PDF. So I use both to get the best data. So for example, I could be like, hey, find me. And then let's just use this as a baseline example. Find me 10 pieces of information that I could use to write a cold email to a chief marketing officer about their marketing strategy. This is super generic, by the way. Well, let's just do this with content strategy, right? Okay, then what I'm gonna do is put this in here. Now, what it does is now it's articulating, okay, let me look through the PDF, and now it's like actually analyzing it. So you'll see this add-on is coming right here, and it's going through what's actually happening in this PDF. Now, again, and we don't want to read 132 pages of this. Now, as it's doing this, because it takes a while for it to do this, you can also go inside this 10K report and find sections you really like. One of the sections, I'm going to write this down as well, if you, if you want to get really in the know about this, it's called Management's Analysis and Comments. So I'll say that again, Management's Analysis and Comments. See, boom, <laughs> like, check this out, right? Management's Analysis and Comments. So if you don't have ChatGPT4 and you don't have this plugin, I would just tell you to go in there, copy and paste it, and it'll tell you exactly like, hey, here's the breakdown so you don't have to read it. But check this out right now. I mean, I don't know about y'all. This is faster than reading 132 pages. You could go do this for all your top, you could let me know in the chat, what, top 25, 50 accounts? Probably you're not going any bigger than that typically in enterprise. I mean, public companies, you could go 100. But now I have 10 facts that I could go use to a CMO. And this is what I'm going to use myself. So that's, that's why I use this in real time. But the thing is, now I have all the facts. So, right, we talk about this a, we talk about this a lot, right, on the Sell Better show is finding the insights, finding the clues. Well, guess what? I just found 10 clues I can now go use in my email. And I didn't have to read anything. And you could go there and fact check it if you want, right? I could go copy and paste this and do control F, command F, whatever. But now I have all the information. Like, I'm good to go. So... Uh, so Kevin, like I just said, yes, I will go and copy and paste and fact check. 
Uh, typically, it's very accurate uh, as well. And ChatGPT will make up points. But the key thing here is that because you're doing it directly from a source, it's a lot easier. If you were to not, if I wasn't to use the source, it only could go back to September 2021. So yeah, you're definitely got the fact check as well. Um, I'll say it one more time. This is only on the upgraded view. So if I were to go back to plugins, it's chat with PDF or ask PDF. So this is only for ChatGPT4. But again, like I said, if you do not have that, I'm just showing you the quick way of doing it. If you don't have that, then just go inside your 10K report, find a section you really like. Let's see if maybe there's one I could just pull up and show you. Uh, let's see. See, remember I said this, item seven? This is the only thing that you need to know as the seller, by the way. Now, if you like feel like happy and you're like, I want to know about the financial statements and the legal proceedings, like, hey, yeah. do what you got to do. I'm just trying to give you all the meetings and to sell stuff, right? That's why we're here. So essentially, I would go to page 48 and basically see, okay, let's go down a little bit. And you have about 44,352 tokens that you could put inside of a Chat BBT, so that's basically just like 4,000 words or something like that. I think this is what that means. And so I would just start here and I would just copy and paste all this and I would just put it in the Chat BT and say the same thing. Find me 10 facts here that are relevant instead of just doing that. So you, there's a workaround if you don't have the plugin. I'm just showing you with the plugin, game changer. Like I literally have all the information here. I can go send an email today and I'm good to go. But that's that. Uh, go ahead to you, Jet. Yeah, no, I, there's actually a good question from Carlos in the chat too. Are you using any other plugins outside of that PDF? Is there any other like helpful plugins? Because to my knowledge, ChatGPT is just ChatGPT, right? I didn't realize that there's these cool apps and plugins. Um, are there any other ones that you're using that are helpful? Oh, outside of ChatGPT? Uh, out of just the plugin in ChatGPT for the PDF checker? Oh, I have a ton. I mean, that's a... <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I have a ton. Uh, so let me tell y'all... Uh, Let's see. Okay, I have like a video summary. So I have like, so basically I could put in a YouTube video and it'll give me the summary. I Y'all, this is another game changer. So I've talked about this a lot before. Yeah. If you're going after like an executive, if you type their name, especially CEO, if you type their name into YouTube, there's typically about two to four interviews they have. You know, I don't, again, I don't have the time to listen to an hour interview, to, to be fair. So I could just put it into ChatGPT. It gives me the summary. Now I have insights. Easy to do. Uh, diagrams. So let's say you're going after an account and you want to like diagram some stuff out. You can do diagrams in there. Uh, another one that I like to do is link reader. So that's basically anything that's a website, a LinkedIn profile, et cetera. It could read the links. And then sometimes I'll add in scholar AI. So Scholar AI essentially is basically just grabs more things to the internet, more facts, more insights. It's a little bit more up to date than the 2021. It actually scrubs Google. So then my my searches are better. So nice. that's a way of going about that. Cool. Um, I'm going to show real quick and then we'll bounce back to one from you, Morgan. Uh, this is a prompt that I use quite a bit. Not going to type it out. I already have it set up. But essentially one of the most, and we just talked about one for enterprise. This might be more helpful for people doing SMB or mid-market. But one thing that I'm always trying to do is look for different angles for how I can target specific accounts and contacts. And so what I asked ChatGBT here is to analyze my website and, and the company information that I gave them and help me come up with unique ways to go after different companies. So basically come up with unique sales plays. 
So we'll drop the prompt in the chat here, but this is the prompt that I like to use. And I actually learned this from the guy I shouted out earlier, Eric Noslowski. But essentially the prompt is I'm selling a service. So this is Mailshake, right? Just me talking about how I'm selling Mailshake. Uh, I'm selling a service to help sales teams book meetings with potential clients through cold email. Uh, our biggest competitive advantage is that we help ensure emails don't land in spam. All the text on my homepage is below for context. And then I'm asking you, I want to know what are the best titles to reach out to? What is the exact timing I should reach out to them? And give me 10 complex ideas um, to kind of solve for the timing on that and uh, you know why it might be a good uh, moment to reach out. So essentially, I'm looking for buying triggers or angles I can take to reach out to my prospects to come up with a creative sales place. Um, I highly encourage everybody to do this. It'll give you a lot of unique ways you can think about targeting your prospects. Uh, but I went through and my favorite one was number eight. And so this is interesting, again, because like I talked about earlier, Mailshake's biggest differentiator is helping with deliverability. And so they recommended target companies that have highly regulated industries where they have strong spam filters, because if we reach out to them, we have a good messaging to say how we can help with that. And so this is a just a really solid prompt. Obviously, there's 10 ideas here. I asked it to get a little bit more specific on idea number eight. Again, that's the thing I like about ChatGPT is that you can continue to have a conversation, ask it to get more specific, give it more context and keep drilling down until you find something you like. But this play specifically helped me come up with a bunch of different sales plays that were unique, ones I hadn't thought of, so I can come up with different and new messaging. Um, but Morgan, kind of curious to hear your thoughts on this one or if you've used something similar. Uh, I actually really like this a lot because when you think about the different types of messaging that you have, this obviously can build into a campaign. So I think that's yeah. like absolutely critical across the, across the board. So I haven't done this. Now that I see it, I really like it because you want to be able to figure out ways, right, to have the multi-touch campaigns. And that gives you that across the board. Yeah, 100%. Uh, one thing you touched on earlier too, man, was uh, you talked about replicating the language uh, when it comes to chat GPT. So don't just say, write me an amazing cold email, but actually replicate what's worked in the past. Do you have any prompts or examples you can share of that, of how you kind of taught chat GPT to essentially replicate language that's worked? Yeah, absolutely. And everyone's like, you know, what are the prompts? What are the prompts? Recording's coming out. We'll go back to it. Uh, we'll yeah. obviously, we're obviously trying to move quick here. We only have 30 minutes. And someone uh, asked, I want to actually quickly, quickly address this reply rates and open rates. I, I wouldn't directly focus on that because this is just information, right? What yeah. you put in the email, how you write it, that's a completely different conversation. That's really up to you on how you write the email. This is just allowing you to be more efficient in your research. So if it's taking you an hour to research, we just did this literally in two, two minutes. So now you have more time to write more emails and be more concise, which should lead to more responses and should lead to more opens. However, you getting more information directly doesn't correlate to your opens and reply rates. You're still got to write a good email and that's the difference. So to answer your question, I've seen more reply rates and opens because I have more time, but that doesn't directly correlate into you getting the responses because you still have to write the good email, which even ChatGPT is not going to help you because again, if your inputs are off, you're not going to go anywhere. So that's just something to be very mindful on here as well. And I saw another question. Everything that I just, everything that ChatGPT put in there is from the Salesforce report. That's why I copied and pasted the PDF. It's coming straight from the report. So it's not coming from out of nowhere. It's coming straight from there. Now, let's talk about the language. One of the key things is whether you're the top rep at your company right now, or you're a leader listening in and you want to replicate your top rep, or you want to become the top rep, there's ways you can replicate language and style and tone to create better emails. And, I, and I'm going to show you all this. I was playing around with this morning. Let's see if we go start one. As you'll see, I have a lot of these. 
So what we're going to dive into now is refresh real quick. What we're going to dive into now is like, how do you actually replicate all this language? Like, how do you do this? So you can do whatever you want and how you want to go about it. Uh, Chris, which prompt? We 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 showed a lot of prompts. Let us know which prompt you're talking about. So I'm literally walking all through these prompts right now. So screenshot them, write them down, et cetera. Again, we're going quick because of the time we have, but here you go. So the, the, the one of the things that you want to do is when you see, this is actually for everything, like really take a moment and understand what I'm about to say because it's incredibly important. There's a lot of advice on LinkedIn. Some great, some good, some not that good, as we know. Now, when you see good emails that people post on LinkedIn, most people are going to copy and paste it and just send them the same email. Not a good strategy. You need to know why that was important and why it responded without just copy and pasting. So look at this prompt here. All right, I'm going to explain it. So actually, I'll put it in the message so it doesn't look crazy. This prompt right here, I'm saying, hey, analyze the text. So I'm going to put email. Literally, this is the prompt how you're going to start this. Analyze the email below for style, voice, and tone. Also, you want to add length too so it gives you that breakdown. And then I say use NLP. Hold on a second. Use NLP to analyze this email. Okay. Then I put in the email and I'm doing this so y'all can just see what happens here. So this is an email right here that I, that I sent as a cold email that got me a client recently. As you see, it follows all the rules, very short, concise, punchy, da, da, da. You, you know, y'all know the drill. You've heard it a thousand times. So I put this email in here because I want to know why was this successful, right? That's why I have this prompt. And anytime that you're looking to replicate the language of an email or replicate the language of something that is successful that you've already seen in your company, you need to know why. So check this out. I got this prompt. I put in the email and it gave me a breakdown, right? It, it tells me the style. It tells me the length. It tells me the voice. It tells me the tone. Now, when I write an email moving forward, what I'm going to do is tell it to remember this. Now, this, this part is like the most, this is the most important part. Because if you don't tell AI to remember it, it won't remember it. It just, I don't know. I just doesn't, it doesn't remember. I don't know why. So you have to say, hey, remember this. All right. Uh, thank you. I was going to say it now. Uh, thank you. Someone answered the question there on the NLP piece. So you have to tell it to remember. Okay. If you don't, it just doesn't do it. And sometimes even when you try to put it back in, it doesn't work in the whole thing. So you have to go back and forth. So anyways, I do remember. And then the next thing I say is, okay, now we're going to go after a CMO. And then I put all, and then we put all the stuff here that I want. Now, the key thing here is don't ask it, what are the top five priorities of a CMO? Because you're going to get 2021 priorities. That's not helpful for anybody here. So just take your marketing or sales language. You probably already have it. And then you're just going to take it there and you're going to replicate it and it's going to put here. And then now I say, okay, we're going to write an email. Again, notice what I did. I said, analyze what we did from the beginning. And then here I tell it to like write the email and I had to go back and forth. You see, I wrote this super long one and I go back and forth. I go back and forth and then I'm going to show you the output. And then the output down here, well, I actually want to go back a lot. The output here is like, here's an example of like an email that I wrote, Right. And sometimes you have to play around with it because that's how ChatGPT is. You have to say, hey, remove this, add this. But it does remember the language. So now I have this language here. Then I tell it to add the call to action. Here's an email that I'm cool with. Now, 
the goal of ChatGPT and writing these emails is not a copy and paste and send it out. The goal is to get you 80 to about 85% there. And then now you're going to add in your language to it. This is not the completed email that I would use, by the way. I would add in my own context and then use it from there to go see the success. Last bit here, because I know, again, we only have a select amount of time. As you're going to see, I tell it to analyze the email as if it's the CMO. The goal of ChatGPT as well is to use this as testing ground. So I'm sending a something of a personalized relevant email to this person. Oh, I love that. I went back and forth for creating it. And now the C I'm telling ChatGPT, analyze this as a CMO. It already has the challenge and party, so it's it's equipped to do this. It's not random. And now it's saying, can you respond to this why or not? And then it's telling me why it would be relevant, um, why it's not, what I should add, et cetera. Now, is this foolproof? No. But it gives you an understanding of how to get more technical or more tactical in a sense and it give more context. So again, I wanted to quickly go through that so people understand what's going on. Yeah. So I want to reiterate too that it's like it goes back to what you said in the beginning. It's not a genie. You have to have a back and forth conversation, keep giving it more context, helping it clarify. Um, I mean, if I'm looking at this as an SDR and AE, what I might do is just take all the emails where I booked a meeting with somebody, or maybe I have a colleague who's crushing it. I might take some of their emails, put it in a chat GPT, kind of break it down. Um, there's another like really quick, quick prompt that I like, I can't remember who I learned it from, but it's like, if you have an email that you wrote, you can just put it into chat GPT and say, Hey, make this, you know, 25% shorter and two times more punchy. Right. And it'll just help you kind of rewrite things and, and, and get some better wording. Uh, we got five minutes left. So we're going to go into some questions in a sec, but Morgan, I want to ask you, cause we talked about this at the beginning. Uh, like, let's say you just joined this call. You haven't used chat GPT before. What would you recommend as kind of like next steps to start actually getting value out of it and do the things you talked about so you could have more selling time back in your day? Now, I think I will actually look at what takes up the most time and try to see, can that be done with ChatGPT? Actually, the, the first yeah. thing that I would do, I don't know how much time people take on certain things, but I would, would do that first. Uh, and then and let's say that you don't want to do that. Well, then I would immediately start putting in your emails and start getting those cold emails rolling. Uh, you can also do it for cold calls as well. Uh, emails is just the easier way of explaining this. You can also do it for discovery questions as well for AEs in the room. So you can do it for whatever you want, but I would try to find ways of how can I start replicating my cold emails, put in cold emails that have worked, start replicating language and start amplifying from there. I actually have a question based on the discovery call that you mentioned with that video plugin you talked about earlier. Can you like upload a sales call, for example, and have ChatGPT analyze it? I don't know if that's ever something you've tested. That's actually... That's a good question. I, I don't know the answer to that. I think you go figure it out. I think if you technically, if you upload, if you downloaded the call and uploaded it to YouTube and then put yeah. a link in there, it could do that. I haven't done that before, but it is a good thought. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, cool. So we got a couple questions, guys. Right now is the time to answer questions. So if you got them, put it in the chat. I don't care. We'll see it there. Put it in the Q&A, wherever you got it. Um, we've got one from Jonathan. Uh, so I don't know if you've heard of these tools, but it's saying ChatGPT, Bard, or Claude. Thoughts on the difference of our capabilities? Have you heard of these other platforms? Uh, Bard is, I think, I haven't just said Claude, so I would have to investigate and give you a better answer on that, Jonathan. I have not, I have not done that, gone down that route. However, Bard, I know I have, and I believe it's one of the more current ones. So if you wanted to get current insights, you do that. ChatGPT, I would just treat it as the OG. So a lot more people are going to gravitate towards that as well. So that's that's the way that I would do it. Um, Bard is okay. I stick with ChatGPT because it's reliable. I haven't checked out Claude, so I can't give any insight. Okay, cool. We got another one from Delaney Boyer. She said, any quick prompts for subject lines or have you just in general tested ChatGPT for subject lines at all? So you have to give it guidelines. So, I mean, I see some of the people in there. 
a lot of y'all know this company. Shout out to Lavender. Uh, I know that Sales and Love has this as well. A couple of people have like frameworks and guidelines on what's been successful for subject lines. So what I do is I just take like the rules of the engagement. So it'll be like the subject line has to be less than five words. It has to be persuasive. It has to be punchy. It has to get through spam. And, um, you know, it has to relate to the email or something like that. Like I'm just giving you guidelines. So then what I do is I say, here are the guidelines for this entire conversation. So then what I do is I feed it all the subject lines that have had like really good open rates in my campaigns. So then it knows what's good and it'll be like eight out of 10, nine out of 10. And then I literally have a conversation that's just like subject line greater. Like I, I built my own, I built my own thing. So from there, it's like, I just put subject lines in there and I know it, I know the rules. So the rules will follow accordingly. So if you want to do that, you have to build your own infrastructure and lab to then get those insights. And that's the way I would do it. Yeah. That's the cool thing about ChatGPT that I recommend as well is you can just like save these conversations. So you don't have to keep going back and redoing the prompts. Uh, one thing for uh, subject lines has helped me just because I always blank on trying to come up with new subject lines is just uploading the email using the context of everything Morgan talks about, but then saying, hey, write me a subject line based on this email and then kind of tweak it from there. It's a really easy one. Uh, but guys, we're at time. So really good show. Again, just to kind of recap, we talked about how to think about AI. Again, there's a lot of conflicting information, but if you're looking for AI creators, follow people who are actually in a sales position and creating content around AI. They're doing the work. They have that credibility. Uh, we talked about three prompts. You're going to get the recording so you guys can check all that out. And then in terms of what to do in terms of next steps of actually getting started, get in the platform, start checking out some of these prompts, build some of those labs that Morgan was talking about so you have it saved. Um, Morgan, anything else saved for the audience uh, before we jump off? No, I, th I think this is... Oh, <laughs> I think it's well enough information. I feel like more people's heads would explode. So uh, this yeah, is good sure. starting points. Oh yeah, yeah, we got it done in 30 minutes. Well, awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks, everybody. We will uh, talk to you all tomorrow. All right, cheers, y'all. Peace out, guys.